if you look at like a real estate listing, it's a lot of these like crazy wide angles because they're trying to show like the floor plan. I would rather put a floor plan into the listing as a picture and then get some more up close, you know, HGTV architectural digest style pictures because that's what is going to create that emotion. What's up, everybody? My name's Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. STR Nation, want to know how I gained $817,000 in equity in 19 months using none of my own money? Well, if you haven't already heard me talk about boutique hotels, I just recorded an 18-minute case study for my private mastermind group on how I bought a tiny 13-unit hotel in Rockport and more than doubled its value from $2.25 to $5.5 million in 19 months. But instead of keeping this one a secret, I decided to share it with you guys completely free. Just go to www.strsecrets.com hotels to access the case study and promise in just 18 minutes, you'll know why boutique hotels are my favorite STR strategy in 2023. I break down everything from the renovations, the location, the investment, the equity, the financing, and how to take advantage of forced appreciation. So when you have 20 minutes, go to www.strsecrets.com hotels. And now let's get into this week's episode. What's going on, STR Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Short-Term Rental Secrets Podcast. I am your host, Mike Shogren, here with my main man and brother from another mother, Mr. Emmanuel Pani, and my very special guest, my beautiful wife, Kristen Shogren from On Design Interiors. What's up, Hi, guys. <laughs> Happy to be here. It is uh, extra nice to see you today, since Kristen is here, but Wow. It's so interesting to see you guys in uh, on the camera together. And it reminds me of this moment in Nashville. And you guys were like, we were on the last floor. We we're manning the booth. And I, I turn around and it's you guys back to back to each other, talking to different people about different things. And it was very like a, the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt kind of movie. What was it called? Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I love that. You know, of like, thing. I'm like, yeah, look at you guys. So <laughs> the parents are here today, guys. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is going to be a fun one. We could take this in a lot of different directions. Yeah. But why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody like who you are and what you've been up to. Everybody knows my side of the story. Mm -hmm. I bet they like to hear your side of the story. Yeah. It's so funny. I feel like we've been saying for years now, oh, we have to have you on the podcast. Oh, yeah, we'll do it next week. We'll do it next week. But we just mm -hmm. happened to schedule this on a whim. So here we are together. And this is awesome. For those of you who don't know me, I am Mike's wife, Kristen, and I am the owner of On Design Interiors. So we design short-term rentals across the U.S. So we have clients in the Smokies and Disney. We do do a lot of theme designs, and we also specialize in boutique hotels. But our claim to fame is we don't design in a neutral way. We design to make our clients' listings really stand out. We have a lot of crazy pops of color everywhere. We have wallpaper on the walls, on the ceiling. But we also do immersive spaces. 
So that's kind of been our focus over the last two years is creating this really unique guest experience, not only in the Disney themes, but in any market. We did a golf theme. We've done anything. I mean, we've done everything from deserts in Joshua Tree to beach markets. So you name it, but we have fun with it. And we have an amazing team that focuses on, you know, researching the markets and what can we do to stand out? What are the comps doing? What are they not doing? And how can we tap in and really make these places pretty kick ass? She did not design this office, by the way, just for full transparency. This is, this is, this is my bachelor pad up here. First of all, Mike redesigned half of it in the last nine minutes before us jumping on the show. Um, (laughs) A lot of it is just, you know, just done, but I would love to hear Kristen because like, I kind of know the story, but don't really know it. So what was your, your background before? So were you always into interior design? Were you always into real estate? Yep. So I started in real estate right out of college. I worked for a property management company and I was a property manager. As part of that, I also handled marketing for the properties, but we didn't really, our company didn't have a design team. So I kind of morphed into the designer. So I designed model apartments and that turned into larger projects like club rooms and entire property paint colors. And then I was a little bit more involved with some of our new construction projects and it turned less into a property management role and more into a design role toward the end. But then I realized, you know, just with the timing of our first property, and then we decided, hey, this is a business that we really wanted to launch on our own. So after our first property, we realized that I wanted to do this full term, full time. So we launched the design company and we also have done, our team has done our hotels that we currently manage and yeah. We love it. <laughs> That's awesome. So it wasn't vacation rental management. It was long-term apartment complex. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that yeah. was really beneficial and helpful because we knew, you know, what fabrics to source for commercially rated items, which we now put into play mm-hmm. in this industry. But there are a lot of elements such as, you know, the commercially rated items following all the different guidelines, but then also similar to the STR designs, you design a model apartment with funky colors and unique elements. So I think that's where, why we started to design with so much color and these bold, bold properties, because that's what we did in our past life. Mm-hmm. In our past life. So I actually saw a little snippet from the conference in Nashville where Mike pretty much, and I think it was from when you guys were on stage, where Mike pretty much says like, your pricing is not your problem. Your property is the problem, right? And like how your property looks. So how many of your clients kind of come to you? I assume some of them are like, do a f- complete full redesign. Mm-hmm. How many clients come to you be like, this is my listing was doing okay. is no longer doing okay. Help me. Yeah. I mean, that's everybody, right? We had last year was a unique year where properties performed very well, but now it's just, it's so saturated and even in a lot of the markets that we're in. So our job is to make these properties stand out. So what can we do to differentiate, to be different? And it's okay to be quirky. It's okay to have these really, really unique, crazy things. And the biggest tip that we always give our clients is 
you need to take a step back and realize we're not designing your primary home, right? If we were to design our house, our home is 50 shades of white and ivory and gray and neutral tones, and that's not it. So that's a one of the most difficult parts when we're starting off designing with a new client is mm-hmm. they'll give us these inspiration pictures and say, I want it to look just like this, you know, very serene, which is great. But in that particular market, that's what everyone else is doing. So it's trying to get them to overcome that barrier. But yeah, I mean, people come to us all the time saying, we performed really well last year. We have new furniture. We just painted all the walls, you know, a fresh coat of white or gray. Why aren't we booking? Mm -hmm. And the first thing that we look at is, okay, here's your market. So we'll look at all of their market analytics, but we also analyze their comps. And that's step number one before we even take a look at how we can differentiate and what we can do yeah. to the design. Awesome. So I love that because it kind of leads me into what my next question was. So assuming we have somebody that is listening to the show right now, there's like, okay, this is speaking to me. This is what my issue has been. What does the team do? Like, what's the very first thing you do? And then assume question part two of this question is assume you're on a limited budget. Mm-hmm. Once you analyze the comps, where do you go to first? Yep. So once we analyze the comps, we have an idea in our heads and we put that into a mood board. We use Canva, actually. We used to use a high-end interior design software. It was very time-consuming and very expensive. So we realized for what our clients in this industry are looking for, it's simple. They want a simple mood board to see how we're bringing their space to life. So we'll start with the step Number two is determining who their target renter is, right? Who's their avatar and what amenities are they looking for? So put yourself into their shoes. If I were someone going on a bachelorette getaway with my girlfriends, what type of property do I want? What type of amenities, colors? What's the design? Is it, you know, tropical boho? What kind of market are you in? And then we design accordingly. And once we determine who that avatar is, then we start with a statement piece. We actually talked about this last night in one of our webinars, but people always wonder, you know, how do you get that inspiration? So we start with a statement piece. And for us, it's always, almost always wallpaper. And it could be a very subtle wallpaper, depending on your market, right? And we use wallpaper not only on our walls, we use it on the ceiling as well, but that's our starting point. And then depending on the room, if it's a bedroom, we work backwards. So we'll pull from some of the primary colors in that wallpaper, and then we'll use that on the bed. Or we have a neutral bed and we pull that into the pillows, the rug, the curtains. But we like to try to use a minimum of three colors in every space. And there's some spaces where it's okay to be a little more neutral, But tying in the pop, if you have neutral furniture or if we're working with a property refresh, so they already have the furniture in there and they only have the budget for a refresh, we can still add wallpaper. We can still add a new rug, new throw pillows, and it's night and day. We've done some pretty cool refreshes over the last couple months and it's pretty much a blank slate for us. We just had a beautiful property right on the water in Florida and the views, they had panoramic views of the ocean. We didn't want to take away from that. So we kept with their white furniture. They had white couches, which I wouldn't have done white, <laughs> but that was what the owner 
already had in place. And we mm -hmm. just added some wallpaper touches. We didn't even do the full wall. They had some columns in the living room. So we wrapped the columns with wallpaper. We added a teal colored rug and a couple new pillows and it just transformed the space. So there's a lot you can do with, with just a refresh. You don't necessarily have to start from square one and, and replace everything. Yeah. And I love that because I think that's very important for people to understand is like, Maybe it's not the entire thing that is your problem. Maybe it's just the quality of pictures you have, mm -hmm. which leads me to my next question is when you do retake the pictures after you guys are done with the design, do you take simple pictures? Do you have the picture where you have the little things and the towels on the bed? Do you have on outside, do you have towels on the loungers? Like, does that mm -hmm. make a difference in terms of like how you see your clients once they relaunch? Totally. Yeah, and our goal with the pictures, so we design the spaces keeping in mind the angle that the photographer will have. So if they're taking a picture of a bedroom from the corner of the room, then our bed, we always use plain white duvets or comforters on our beds just for that clean, sleek, hotel-style look. Mm -hmm. But we always have a throw blanket, which will then be in the forefront of the photo or we make sure that there's a plant to the left side or to the right so you're getting a little bit of the leaves in the photo. Because the goal for these pictures, it should be more of that Instagrammable style picture and more of an artistic shot as opposed to you know, your wide angle lens, your typical real estate photography, which mm -hmm. we just had this week on, on our personal house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if you think of it, right, like if you look at like a real estate listing, it's a lot of these like crazy wide angles because they're trying to show like the floor plan. I would rather put a floor plan into the listing as a picture and then get some more up close, you know, HGTV architectural digest style pictures, because that's what is going to create that emotion mm -hmm. from somebody seeing it. So working with an experienced photographer, not not always just. It doesn't even have to be a quote unquote like real estate listing photographer, but just somebody that has that eye for composition. But yeah, and you brought up a great point. Staging for photos, I mean, having the two champagne glasses with orange juice in it and a slice of orange on the side of the glass, or like you said, rolling up the towels in all of our Florida properties. We don't necessarily do that for the hotels, but for the Florida properties, we always have that you know, that finished look in the bathroom. So we have the towels rolled up, we have the soap displayed, but even in the kitchen. And for one of our recent high-end properties that we designed, we had a tray in the soaking tub with a couple glasses of champagne and a book, you know, just to give people an idea of, okay, this could be you instead of just taking a picture of an empty tub. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's the thing that I remember from your guys' speech is one that what you said already, right? Like the, the neutrals and the simples that work from home don't work for the vacation rental just because it doesn't call enough attention. And yeah. It's very much the mindset of people are going to, in a sense, live through your listing. Mm -hmm. So maybe they have always wanted a green and yellow wall. Please do not do a green and yellow wall. Choose one <laughs> of the two. But like, let's say they want a green wall and they're like, we can never do this, this at home. But then they see the green wall and they're listening to like, oh my God, like mm -hmm. I would love to stay in a house for a week that has a green wall. Well, it's like that STRE that we had in uh, Nashville last month, right? Mm -hmm. It had that like, 
that yeah. crazy bathroom had like this black soaking tub, black toilet, purple neon signs. Like it was super cool. I would never put that in my house, but it was just yeah. cool yeah. to experience that while, that while we're traveling. Mm -hmm. And people love to brag about where they are in vacation. Yeah. You know, especially if you have these Instagram worthy spaces, mm -hmm. whether it's the LED signs or, you know, a live grass wall with succulents or whatever it is, they want to show people where they are. Yeah. And it's it's really free advertising for your property. So every property truly should have their own Instagram account, Facebook, and even have little sticker QR codes and that can be in your guest book as well. But Mm -hmm. The other thing just to touch on for photos is we should always have twilight shots of the property. Even if, say, the exterior of your property is nothing sexy, but if you have cafe lighting or anything in your backyard, you should highlight that and make sure you're taking those shots to showcase the space lit up because it's it's the ambiance and it's totally yeah. different than looking at that space really at noon time. Yeah. No, for sure. And again, I think more and more being successful in the vacation rental space is going to be really like understanding the psychology of the people that are coming to your place. So one of the things that we talked about in our four room event is like most books are going to be done by the woman in the family. And so like in speaking to, to the woman and speaking to like the idea of, of a vacation, it makes sense that you do all of those things that you said on the Instagrammable wall example right like what are some things that like you've seen that like work very well and what are some things that like maybe you guys were like this is gonna this is gonna be a killer and then it's just like kind of <laughs> kind of flop miserably yeah um as far as logistics so we had a property in the mountains in the smokies and we used a custom chairlift for the dining room bench. So we had our dining table, the chairlift for seating. So we pulled that right up. And then behind the wall, we had an LED sign. And in theory, it was really great. Once it finally arrived, it was great. But when you do some of these really custom pieces, you need to be mindful of the timeline and add, say, six weeks to that. We ended up having to have the property reshot because it was probably six to eight weeks delayed even though we were quoted, you know, the four week turnaround, but once it arrived, it was just such a unique space and people and guests love it. And that property is killing it on Instagram right now because all the guests are tagging. Now their friends are following, but it's always the more quirky, the better. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's something you don't typically see where in your travels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I know I know Mike, right? And I'm sure Mike like looks at money and budget, right? And so like how is that conversation about like, hey, we're buying a property. I need to go a little bit overboard to and I think there's gonna be a lot of couples that listen to the show mm -hmm. that are in a similar situation where like the wife is on the design side, the husband is on the money side, and it's just like, I need you to keep it on a budget and you're like, I need to make this place unique. So what are some of the things that listeners that are on your side, Kristen, can use to help them win this argument. Do I get a rebuttal on this? Too? No. <laughs> no Believe it or not, you're you're only the pretty face today, Mike. You're just gonna <laughs> and smile, and that's that's it. I'm the frugal one here. Believe it or not, you're. We always, of course, have a budget, and for our last major project that we did in Florida, we exceeded that budget by a lot. But that was actually Mike pushing because sometimes you need to find a way to make it work. 
And we knew that we wanted to be better than the neighbors. We knew we wanted to outperform the comps. And in order to do so, we had to spend a little more to create this crazy immersive space. In one of the most competitive markets in the world. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So just for context. You know, and so it, it wasn't that, ideal. Like it's in that situation was mostly based on Mike's research of being like, this is what the comps are. So this is what we need to do to be ahead over the competition. Yeah. And so that you're like unwillingly, we're like, okay. But in those spaces that you're like, maybe, maybe not, we're going to do a light reno. Like, is mm -hmm. there a way that people can show? Like, I'm, I'm imagining me, right? Like, I'm a property manager. I'm going to interview for a place that is already a, a short-term rental. And I go in there. I'm like, listen, guys, I need you to spend five to 10 grand redoing yeah. the space. And they're like, absolutely not. Yeah. And my best piece of advice is to work with either a designer or a company to get those trade discounts. You shouldn't be paying full price for anything. Mm -hmm. And for our clients, we're really fortunate that we're able to pass on, you know, 10 to 15% with certain vendors and then up to 30% with other vendors. So our clients never pay full price and some designers absorb the difference and they pocket that. But that's a one of our huge selling features. But there's also, if you're not working with a designer, there's Minoan. Um, there's Host GPO. There's a lot of other companies out there where you can take advantage of their discounts. There may be a mm -hmm. small you know, fee associated, but don't buy direct. I want to pull that back a little bit more because you, yeah. you, yeah, the discounts are good. I also think, especially if you're newer, I see a lot of people try and focus on buying the, the biggest property that they can. And then they have, they don't have any budget for the design where I would rather see them instead of getting that five bedroom, they get a four bedroom, but then they have that extra cushion to actually do the design the way that it needs to. And again, this is going to be market dependent. You got to do your research to figure out, you know, what's the ideal property size. But when you do out the math, if you get a bigger property, but you don't design it effectively, you're not going to perform. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you, you just got to understand that. And again, working with a designer like on design or whoever that specializes in this specific niche will be super valuable. Because again, like she said, she's analyzing the comps. She's running the numbers on like she knows how to do this because she's we've been doing this together for six years. You know what I mean? So like somebody that's in this industry that can do that and help like figure out which levers can we pull from an amenity and design standpoint are going to give you the biggest bang for the buck. Mm -hmm. And also take a look at what you currently have in place for furniture. You know, do you, we just had a client, they had a limited budget for a particular space. We put a lot of money into another space, but mm -hmm. their dining room was dated and tired. So what we did was, we had our contractor sand down the table and he painted it teal. We had a beautiful wallpaper that they just installed in the living room. And instead of spending three grand on a new set, they just painted it. And just be careful when you do paint that you put a protective layer over that. So when people sit, it's not going to chip immediately, but also keep some paint on hand because if you do do that, in a year, you will have to do some touch-ups, but that's mm -hmm. what we did at the for our first hotel. 
the furniture was solid wood. And that's so hard to find these days at a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to give that up. So we ended up sanding down all the furniture. And <laughs> my mom and I <laughs> painted a lot of the dressers and nightstands in the space. We got new beds. And it just, you get to keep the charm. And it's unique also. Mm-hmm. And just one other thing for context, going back to that house that we did in Florida, probably the biggest like single family home project that you and I have like invested in. We had some debates, like some pretty serious debates about where money should go. As an example, the exterior of the property, mm-hmm. she hated it. Like it's, it's, it's fine. It's just a big box though. So like there was not, it didn't have that sexy curb appeal. Like some of the other ones that had all this beautiful stonework and all this stuff. And I'm like, this is gonna be like, 25, 30 grand to like put this faux stonework all over this. I'm like, nobody gives a shit about that. They care about the inside. Right. And so we had that discussion. And then on the other side, I wanted to go buy the crazy motorcycle arcade ride-ons and the race car things. And she was like, no, we're going to spend $15,000 on these arcade games. Mm -hmm. You have a resort style pool, a movie theater. We just put in the air hockey and arcade game and ping pong. We don't need to spend the money here. Right. So it's just, it works because I feel like it's, it comes down to like trusting each other and our experience and like that respect of like, she knows what she's talking about. I know what I'm talking about. Like, let's just air it out. And then like logically, like, does this make sense? Yeah. And then again, picking your battles of, you know, all right, then we're going to do this, but we got to scale this back a little bit then over here. And like we did. So we didn't go, we had a beautiful game room that we installed. We could have done more, but we didn't have any more money to do so. The master bedroom, and it's funny the way this happened, but the last room we did in that house, of course, was the master bedroom. And it was very basic and and simple because we just didn't have the funds to give it that pizzazz that it needed. So it's okay to do it in phases too. Mm -hmm. You know, some of our clients, this is what they their budget is initially for year one, once they have some cash flow coming in. Year two, we have plans to do X, Y, and Z. And that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's such a great advice. And I think the other thing that I wanted to say off of what you said earlier, Mike, in terms of like buy the house that you can afford to do right. The other thing is also like, especially at the beginning, but even more like now when we go like to a large size, right? Because like now with a boutique hotel, when you buy something, you buy 35 sets of it, 40 sets of it, 60 sets of it, right? Is that you can't really afford to buy shitty stuff also. Yeah which is something that like I learned the hard way at the beginning because I used to go the cheapest shit for everything just because I didn't have the money. Whereas long-term, when you look at it, you're actually going to spend more money mm-hmm. if you try to do too many things and you're cutting corners and the yeah. quality of that makes a difference. Yeah. So and, my- and I think the other thing too, E, on that point is that what we didn't factor in is like the cost of shutting down your unit to fix things or replace things. If you're charging two, three, four, five hundred bucks a night, whatever, and that thing's down for four or five days, that's thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. that you just lost because you tried to save 400 bucks on a couch that wasn't as good a quality. Mm -hmm. And you don't think about that at the time. It's like, no, this one's fine. I know it's not the fancy one, but it's more like, yeah, but if it breaks, it's not just, okay, I got to get a new couch, whatever. It's that lost revenue Mm -hmm. that you're going to have because you can't rent it out that way. Yeah. And chances are you don't have a backup couch in your pocket. So we've had that happen. We learned our lesson. It happened to us a few times where 
we had to wait two weeks because we couldn't get a new couch in. And even still, you're settling on a couch that's a quick ship couch. So mm -hmm. now we know, you know, we have our tried and true items, you know, for couches and beds and yeah. you name it. But we yeah. learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and that's, that's what I was talking about, right? Because there is so many components to like, even like buying and renovating something, which is something that like I tell my clients all the time now. Because now we're going into the slow season even down here in Florida. So when we're looking at stuff for people to buy, the things that are completely finished and ready, they are appealing, yes. But two, I'm like, you're going to go launch in the, in the slow season. So unless we have the budget, be ready to not make any money. And yeah. the other side of that coin is like, then in these moments, if you have the money, I'd rather you buy something that needs a complete rehab so we can rehab over the summer and launch at the beginning of next season. And so we have the runway of doing things right and doing things properly. And then my personal take on rehabs is that in a sense for a vacation rental is the best way to guarantee that your expenses in terms of like repairs and maintenance are going to be close to little to zero. Mm -hmm. Because if you fix up everything from the beginning, you buy all new stuff. Again, guests have a fantastic ability to break shit that you don't know how they break, like mm -hmm. blinds that last five years and all of a sudden the guest comes and the blinds are broken. You're like, yeah. I had a guest, did you see? I had a guest leave little bite marks on my blinds in one of the properties. I'm going to send it to you. So I have a blind <laughs> now that has little fucking bite marks all over it. Oh, yeah. You guys are worried about like welcoming pets in your properties. And I'm going to have mm -hmm. to ask, like, does your kid eat well? <laughs> does your kid? What's he hungry? Are you feeding your child? Yes or no? <laughs> but so let's say that people don't have the money to hire you guys. And they do understand from this show, from just the conference, we need help mm -hmm. renovating these, these kind of spaces. Yeah. Where are some resources that people can go to, to like find design mm -hmm. ideas? What does that look like? Yeah. So we, we actually just launched our, it's called On Design Society membership. So we have over 50 pre-designed spaces in all different styles. You know, we have our, we have urban styles, we have lake home, we have coastal, ocean, tropical, you name it, Southwestern styles. And it's $40 a month and you have access to all of these room styles. So depending on where your property is located, the reason we launched this is because we have people requesting refreshes all the time. Although they could be designers or they could be owners that love to have a hand in design still, but they just need that inspiration and that starting point. Mm -hmm. So we thought, you know, why don't we create these designs and they can pick and choose from, you know, this style and this style, the coach in this coastal room would look great with, you know, this lake house artwork and vice versa. And it's really been pretty fantastic to see. So we launched it in last month we launched it in march and we've had some pretty amazing outcomes with different orders happening from all over the country and again people are picking and choosing and blending their styles and it's a done for you design but in addition to the designs so basically we'll have a pdf breakdown of here's our room design for our coastal living room. And then you can just download the PDF. Everything's hyperlinked. So you have links for everything in the space from your sofa, sectional, TV console, rugs, artwork, decor, curtains, you name it. Mm -hmm. 
And then we also are passing along all of our discounts to Wayfair. So we have our Wayfair business pricing plus 10%. We have a custom artwork company that's 15% discount. We have the wallpaper store, Wallpaper Store Miami that we use all day, every day for every project. She's offering 20%. And, you know, that in itself, I think, pays for, yeah. <laughs> pays for your monthly rate there. But it's not only are we passing on discounts, but we also have a support group on Facebook. And we have monthly calls, both with my team, but also with Mike's team. So we have two different calls. This week was our kickoff for the first calls. And the first call of the day is with Mike's team. And that's a non-design call, but it's all things STR. So if you're closing on a new property or if your property is just not getting the clicks that you need, Mike can help to review your property and you can ask him any questions. And then later on in the day, we also have our design call. And we had so many people bring their their listings to the call last night and their questions and we're here for you. So it's it's not only the resources of these designs, but also you know, we have the experts to answer any questions that mm -hmm. the members have. Yeah. We're and, super excited. Yeah. And I love, I love that. And I love the fact that everything is hyperlinked because once you do this for as long as we've been doing it, you realize that there is a huge waste of time that is ordering the shit that you need yeah. for your properties and researching it. And then sometimes you're like, I love this thing. And then that thing doesn't, yep. it's not there anymore. Right. And so like one of the roles that we hired on our team to take this off of Tasha's plate. It's somebody that specifically does this. Mm -hmm. That is like our, like walks around the properties, make sure that like they're well taken care of. And then occasionally, periodically walks into the property. They're like, okay, this needs this, this, and this. Yeah. And it goes and takes care of the shopping. But if you don't have the size that we have and you need somebody to do it, $40 a month for the year, I know it's still a lot cheaper than probably to hire you to just do a little spruce up. Mm -hmm. And what I'm thinking about is also like, it's useful for owners, but also as a property manager, because I can see myself leveraging that to be like, look, we work with a designer and mm -hmm. we can redesign your spaces. And here are all the nice mood boards. And this is what your room could look like. And so like, if you have a property management business, this could become a whole other revenue source. Yeah. And believe it or not, we actually have um, a handful of designers that are members as well. You know, it's something for them to easily grab these done-for-you designs mm -hmm. depending on the market that their clients are located in. Yeah. And we'll be switching them up, obviously. So every quarter we'll release 50 new designs. So, you know, there will be a very large queue of designs by the end of the year and we'll just keep adding to it. Yeah. I think the other thing too, and I, we'll keep it moving after this, but the point that you made about stuff going out of stock, that was my first question. I was like, you know, they came up with 50 of these designs. I'm like, how do you do it? So like somebody on her team is just dedicated to checking links every day to just update links. So like, if you were going to do that yourself, I have no desire to do that. Like no, it's an no, insane no. amount of work just to yeah. go through and figure out what's in stock. Yes, so. it, and it's annoying because yeah. it's one of those tasks that is not like in an organization where you're growing. And by organization, I mean, even if it's just a team, husband and wife, like you guys, like us, it's a waste of time. And it's something that will create a little friction because you're like, dude, why, why are you work? Like I have to work after hours to find the shit when I had a whole day of work to do. And you're like, somebody got a shop, like, you know, yeah. who's going to do it? Like, <laughs> no. So 
I would love to kind of pivot us to what it's been like to work husband and wife. And I know like retiring you out of like your nine to five and you out of yours has been like a big goal of yours. Was that all roses and fun or the moment you're <laughs> retired at home, one of you looked at each other and was like, are you not going somewhere today? Like, don't you have shit to do and like leave the house for a second? Like, what has that been like? And how have you guys worked to it to down build the empire that you guys have built? Before you answer that, I'm just looking at the, we, if you guys don't know, by the way, we live stream these recordings on Facebook yeah. and we monitor the comments. And I saw some comments in here about where is the info for that membership that she talked about. It's just on design interiors.co co on design interiors.co um, and there's also a couple questions do you have people to physically help stage and launch the properties if it's a design for a client of ours usually we design remotely and we work with the local our clients handyman and local contractors to help stage mm -hmm. we do provide extremely detailed floor plans with exactly where everything is located in the space in each room Upon request, we do offer in-person staging, but just in general, we typically work with local handymen. So we're not you're going to want to build your own crew, yeah, to be honest, because and this is not benefiting her at all, because she could honestly make way more money if she did it. But the benefit of when you launch a unit is I find my contractors or my maintenance folks that are going to help me on this property during the setup. So Those I'll right. find a bunch of them on Thumbtack, Handy. TaskRabbit, any of those, and I'll hire them to do little projects. I'll hire a bunch of them to do little projects and they don't realize it, but they're on a job interview. And so the ones that do the best, then I have a second conversation with them or the team does. And those are the ones that we look to partner with for the long-term relationship of being the local contractor to do repairs and maintenance and keep eyes on the property for us. So I know it's a little more work up front to build that team, but it's worth that investment because just like your cleaners, your local contractors are your boots on the ground and they'll give you so much peace of mind. Mm -hmm. So anyway, what is it like working with me? Because a lot of people want to know that. <laughs> I'm working with a spouse, spouse in general because I think there is like obviously some things that are specific to each one individual couple, but then there is some main kind of concept that if you want to work with your partner. And again, it gives us a lot like I wouldn't change it for anything, right? Like the idea that like we can do whatever we want, we can leave for however long we want. We have this whole freedom. We get to hang out as much as we want. I love it. But at the same time, I know that can also be, I need some space. Yeah. Right. So obviously I, I know Mike can be intense also. So like, but we don't have to trash talk Mike. We, we love Mike. So like in general, just give me some ideas of like overall, what are some things that like have worked and what are some of the conversation that were like big aha moments? Yeah, I mean, so when we both left our nine to five jobs the same year, and that was so daunting. I mean, I am all about, you know, here's our budget, here's what our income is, how are we going to make this work? And it was very stressful, but what Mike's, Mike's famous words are, I'm going to make it happen. And he always does. And there's never a letdown. And I think just working collaboratively you know we've worked together now for almost six years and mike has focused on the management side of things and the growth and you know helping with the hotels and then i was able to launch this design company so we're not getting up at the crack going into you know sitting at a cubicle like we used to be doing and i was on a plane twice a week leaving our baby at home i mean it was 
not enjoyable, but now we have the freedom Mm -hmm. to create our own schedules. And that doesn't mean we're not busy. We're probably still working just as (laughs) long as we were previously, but we're doing what we enjoy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we're working together, which is amazing. But like you said, you know, we definitely need our own space. So here's our office. Mike's upstairs on the third floor. I'm on the first floor with my team. Mm -hmm. So we work together for some of the day, but a lot of it, we do have our, we have our own space. We drive separately to work, (laughs) but we're also able to tag team and we're Mm -hmm. so much more involved like we wanted to be. I mean, I'm coaching soccer now. We have week weekday practices. You know, Mm -hmm. our weekends are not filled with work travel and work work. We do not work on the weekends like we used to. And it's just so rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. You really did and like I, I, I can so appreciate that because I know knowing Mike and I, I don't know you as well as I know Mike, you know what I mean? But like I know how purposeful he has been uh, and you've been to in like really making sure that like what's important in life and understanding that ultimately like we can be upset at each other or create friction or we can be a team and we can work together to achieve this life that we want. Yeah. And at the same time, I think there is also an element that is just human nature now let my talk which is there's a lot of fear and sometimes even if you understand that like the choices you guys are making are leading towards the right things there is the fear of pure human nature of like the hierarchy of needs where are we getting money from where are we getting shelter from and like knowing that like your husband or your significant other or your wife is like i'm gonna make this happen you do know that they will but then you're still gonna be scared And so there is the element of like, how do you make your partner know that you are afraid as a human being? And that doesn't mean I don't believe in you and what you're going to do for our family. I don't believe in everything you've always done for us. I'm just fucking scared because this is life. And we have a kid and we have a mortgage and we have bills to pay and we have cars to do. And this is America, which is not a country that is like, don't make money. You live fine. They're like, no. The moment you stop making money, the show gets fucking turned off. Right. So it's just like. Owning that. Like you just got to create the alignment of where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like we've been hyper intentional with designing our lifestyle. And yeah, at first you got to grind, mm-hmm. right? And now, I mean, we still work a lot, but truthfully, We're most not. of my time is doing this. I mean, you and I are podcasting for three and a half hours today. We just did our boardroom call. I met with my managers that are running the portfolios now today. And mm-hmm. then I'll call it a day at five o'clock or whenever we finish up. But to get to that point, we were both grinding simultaneously and, you know, working until one o'clock in the morning. And it's not an easy transition once you make that leap, but I promise you it will be worth it. Mm-hmm. Love it. And it's, you know, we talked to so many people who have made that leap and, you know, they have kids, they're, you know, juggling a million things and it's, it's mm-hmm. not easy, but you're yeah. going to grow. And yeah. no, and that's what I like. That was my, my, intention in asking the question is to let people understand that like all of the couples go through it and it's never like we had we had tony and sarah on like all of the couples go through it and there is always the one member of the couple that is like we fucking got this and the other one's like you got this but also i'm scared shitless like let's mm-hmm. fucking do this but like please be careful like yeah and then just working through that well i love talking to you every time and it's so enjoyable i like my <laughs> Do I get to ask the last question? 
or do you want to ask your wife the last question and just let her plot YouTube? Like, but again, where can folks learn, connect yeah. with you on Instagram and on design and all that stuff? And then we'll do the last question. Yeah. So on Instagram, we're at on design interiors. It's on underscore design interiors. And again, if you want to learn more about the new membership program or our services, it's on design interiors.co.co. And we can't wait to connect with you guys. And thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Take it away, E. So the last question we ask everybody is, what is your number one secret for success in short-term rentals? You asked that right? I think so. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. I'm going to make mine industry-specific, but differentiate. Don't follow what everyone else is doing. And that's, that's really how we've made our properties so successful and our clients' properties. You don't want to follow. You want to, when everybody zigs, you zag. I love and that. don't be afraid to be unique. <laughs> love it. That was good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. It's only been three years till we finally got her on the show. I think we're going to need to do an encore and get Tasha on here too. Yeah. Yeah. Let, we let, should let, do another three years. Yeah. <laughs> we got roasted because I know I need like a fair share of roasting. So, but yeah. <laughs> No, this was lovely. Well, this was awesome. Well, thank you so much. Our pleasure. <laughs> All right, everybody. Take care. Hey, STR Nation. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes. And we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.